ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Machine Room Podcast. That's right, we are back. Welcome here. It is August 10th. I don't even know if they're still fucking screaming and hollering. It's August 10th, and we're here in the Machine Room Podcast. I'm Nastradamus. With me is Hammer of Venus. And... It's another day for more rants and raves, and I'm sure Waffle Stomp is going to be mentioned somewhere, and some more freaking novel covers are going to come in. But we should talk about how I just got fucking tricked or pwned today. She got fooled. <laughs> fooled there. You gotta do. You gotta. You gotta watch. Out. I like how you like you looked at it, and then you're like, "Oh no, I think this is fake." Did you even look at it before? I no, I that was the first time I watched. So, I got news that there was the new trailer dropped for the Joker two movie, and I was like, "Oh, we should watch that." I'm not gonna watch it because I want to be my first reaction is when we watch it. And then I was like, "This looks fake as fuck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, son of a! I was like, "I'm gonna watch just a few seconds of it." I was like, "Yeah, this is fake." Yeah, it was it was fake as hell, man. Fake as hell. That's why when you told me about it, I was like, wait, what? What do you mean? Because I would have saw it like crazy. Twitter would have told me like crazy. Like, hey, Joker 2, Joker 2, Joker 2. It wouldn't shut up. My Twitter is more on like right now about um, uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse digital is out. And everybody's talking about how it's different from the theatrical. Because the theatrical already had like... If you saw it opening weekend, yeah. you saw the first version. Then if you saw it later, you saw another version. And now the digital, they're saying, oh, it changed again. I don't know if it's the second version. They kept one part of the first version in some scenes. And then they they just did a lot. of. So people are like, what the fuck? Like, you guys keep uh, fixing patches on this movie as you release it, you know? Like, keep it keep it as one but i don't know why they keep doing changes that i mean i don't i don't see the, the only the only the only big complaint that people had was that you could barely hear i think but other than that i don't know why they kept making changes i had read something like today or yesterday about how the digital version is the one that's going to be canon yeah of course <laughs> okay got no, got no got no choice I mean, well, we talked about this. There's times when we saw a movie in theaters, and by the time we saw it in home video, they did some changes, and we could have sworn like we had some Mandela effect kind of thing. It's like I could have sworn there was something there, but then you question yourself because you only seen the movie like once, you know. Unless you went to the movies and saw it like multiple times, and you know everything, because I wouldn't catch any of this, any of these changes, unless I have seen it a whole bunch of time. People probably saw it like crazy bootleg, and that's why they caught all these differences in the in the Spider-Man movie. I wouldn't. The only thing that I remember, like I told you, for sure, was in Jet Li the one at the end. They used the Papa Roach yeah. track, and when I, I when that. I yeah, you see, like I knew that for a fact. So I know I was like losing my fucking mind, and for some reason they decided like, oh no, we gotta we gotta take it out in home release, and then it's just stayed like that ever since. There's not, there's not the Jet Li, the one Papa Roach cut, you know? There's none of that yeah, anywhere. Yeah, there should be, because that that's how I remember it, too. And then I watched it on cable, and it was different. It, it, it changed, like, 
it felt really good there. It changed. Uh, big ups to Broly Fizz in the chat room. Sorry, he's like, hello, oh, hi, Naz and Venus. Hello, Broly Fizz. Hello, Ajax and Phantom for being ah. here. Uh, thank you guys for, uh, you know, once again, joining us in the Machine Room podcast. But yeah, that's that's like I said, I, um, I haven't got the digital yet of uh, Spider-Man because, of course, I'm going to buy the physical. I think I already pre-ordered. I think I pre-ordered it while it was still in theaters. So I just got to wait for it to arrive. So, um, but yeah. Um, my favorite movie that does that, that was different from the theatrical to home video, which was VHS. Did that come out on Betamax? Anyway. Um, never got to experience beta. I never experienced Betamax or Laserdisc. I didn't either. I've seen stuff on Laserdisc, but I've never like owned one, you know, or mm-hmm. Betamax. Um, so the original Back to the Future, the first one was just made as one movie. And that ending they had that like alluded that there was going to be a sequel was just for fun. Mm-hmm. So image and this is back in the 80s when a movie was in theater for like a year yeah or longer yeah. and it was going to be another year after that before you saw fucking like home rentals or buying vhs tapes so in that time span of when the movie was released in theater to when it was released on vhs they actually greenlit the sequels and so that's why at the end on the VHS versions, where on actually all versions now, it says con- to be continued. Yeah, I do remember that too. Uh, the OG one was like, you know, just normal and, or maybe not. Well, maybe not. Probably not, because by the time I was born, I think the first movie already came out yeah. and fucking home release and shit like that. I've never seen it without, because I didn't see it in theater because I was too young. Right. Probably not. So, and, the, and I think the same went for Star Wars because the first one didn't have like episode four, right? No, it didn't. It was just called Star Wars. It was just, bam, Star Wars in your face. Star Wars in your face! <laughs> That's the one. Episode episode 12 in your face! And then for fucking 20, 30 years, George Lucas was like, I, I wrote all these, all these movies and this is the fourth one and then they were like, Oh, we should do prequels. He's like, yeah, I'll get on writing that. I think he has like, he had a plan because Mark Hamill said it back then, you know, he said like, oh yeah, this guy, um, you can find interviews where he said like, oh yeah, this is just the middle of a story and he has all this blah, blah, blah. So I think he had the stories, but he didn't have the stories out, but yeah, he had the stories in his head, exactly. you know? Because I've watched those, like the the prequels, I've watched like the behind the scenes little documentaries and they're like he's writing part of the script he's writing this scene and I'm like wow I just feel like we got lied to for fucking ever you, what, what's the phrase uh damn it uh fake it till you make it exactly that, that's what George Lucas did man he saw the first movie it was like yeah this is like really episode four in a long series but you know I'll just make it like if it's successful then I'll go ahead and and show you guys the rest then the first movie success was like well now I gotta write episode five (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring in a writer for episode five because they wrote that shit he had different writers too for that one like five was the one that is like all right um I'm just gonna be here you're gonna direct it and you're gonna help me write it and then we'll put it together and then the, the guy, rest he took care of. The guy that played 
C-3PO also directed some scenes. Look at that guy. That motherfucker's a beast. That mofo's a beast. C-3PO, human relations. But yeah, that's uh, one of those. Let me check out this blurry shit. That's one of those cases where it changes from home to thing. And I, I mean, you can't. I mean, I don't know any more unless people call it. Like I said, if people. I think if I saw. Spider-Verse uh, across the Spider-Verse without knowing about the changes, I would have noticed one scene. And it's when. um. Spider-Man 2099, Miguel's little digital partner or friend or whatever, like his Cortana from like Halo kind of shit. Yeah. Like she she does something and she's like, ha and then she takes a selfie. I would have noticed they changed that. And I seen the scene where she does something else instead of taking the selfie. I would have noticed that. Um, anything else, I don't know if I would have noticed. But you know. Still a great movie. I mean, it's, it's digital. I mean, we're not sponsored by these motherfuckers at all. No, no, just, no, 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 no. Just letting you know, it's out there. It's digital. It's a great movie. Check it out. Um, <laughs> do what you gotta do. Uh, recently, I've watched, uh, we finally watched the Little Mermaid movie, and it's basically just the cartoon made live action. It's the same shit. It's, it really, nice. And that's not knocking it down. It was actually really good. They had like some uh, new stuff. In, in there and um I found out that the music was uh was um made by Lynn Manuel so that's what gave it a real yeah. good feel you know so I mean it, it it didn't suck it was really good it was entertaining it was it was nothing too grand but it was decent it was just it was just good and it was directly um um what's her name jet McCarthy chick who plays Ursula. She's the comedian. Oh yeah, um, fuck. Jen Jenny McCarthy? No, Jenny. something. Whatever. She killed it as Ursula. <laughs> that I bitch. I saw an interview with her. She was like, "I don't really sing. I don't know why they asked me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she killed it. It was it was good. It was it was great. And I, you know, there's no reason for anybody to complain about that. I know. I remember when fucking Lion King came out. They were like. Is this? It's just a fucking the same shit as a cartoon. I was it's like, yeah, not, it's it like, is, but it's not. Melissa McCarthy. There you go. You. No, no, Melcia McCarthy, as Broly Fitz just put down. Not Melissa, Melcia, Melcia McCarthy. Oh, yeah, sure does say that. <laughs> <laughs> Melcia McCarthy. That's that's that whole illusion of how humans read, especially like us here, the way that we write, you know, left or right. Mm -hmm. We look at the first letter and the last letter of the word and then how long it is and Can you imagine that that's how like especially speed readers and stuff that's how you read so you look at it it looks right but if you actually break it down you're like no nah, it's totally misspelled we probably will evolve into a sense where we just blah, 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 like real fast and it's all fucking scrambled and messed up but we still know how to read it exactly that's how we're evolving we're, to. we're becoming more retarded Oh, we are straight <coughs> up being retarded. And I know we said the word. We don't give a fuck. Let's get retarded. All right, that's all they're going to get. Because if I <laughs> I feel like if I play any, a, a little a millisecond more of that, we'll probably get flagged for it or something. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. We get flagged for fucking everything. For everything and nothing. Phantom Knight says, Microsoft did an entire study regarding how people read with that subject. Yeah, it's crazy. I And, like, my reading problems that I've I've gotten from post-COVID and stuff has messed with that in some way. So, like, I totally will see the wrong word, like the word that has nothing to do with that word, like, or, you know, like a phrase, like, so it takes me longer to read now because I'm, like, breaking down each letter to make sure that I'm reading the right word or writing the right word. That's just me, like, normal speaking. I just fuck <laughs> up and slur. And and then people always catch me on it, and you just come to a point where you got to call yourself out and laugh at yourself. Because if yeah. not, then, you know, you'll feel like shit. But, yeah, people people will call me out on. And I know that. It's always been like that. And I, it's, this is the thing I envy women because I feel like women speak so well, like, naturally. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's, like, I noticed that my whole life. Women speak well they can pronunciate well they just they just it just talking is just perfection for them and girls, girls learn to talk usually before boys and then when they're the same age and they can still talk women have more of a, a higher vocabulary that's right because you know why men men just come on and they're like let's get retarded <laughs> Phantom I said, my thesis in college was based around the understanding of reading and emotional projection of typo typography. So I looked at a lot of stuff regarding reading and things like that. We all can be eloquent if we try. Hell yeah, we can be eloquent. You know, I look up to, to people who do talk eloquently and perfectly. Like Cody Rhodes, you know, this wrestler, Cody Rhodes, the son of Dustin Rhodes. Guy. Yeah, he yeah. he is so... So good on the mic, so distinguished when he's talking, when he's telling a story, and it's like it's inspirational. Like I want to be like that. I want to talk like that, you know, and 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 no words, and 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 just be able to tell a story. I can't tell a story for that. Like I could tell a story if I really like get into it, and I and yeah. you know use my whole body and just like something especially like personal that happened to me, and if I take a moment to think about it, but like, say like I'm trying to retell something that just happened. I don't know. Like, you know, like, Oh man, that thing was funny. You should have saw it, man. This cow came out of nowhere. And then the guy said, ah, you had to be there. You know, like, I don't know how to, sometimes I fuck it up. And it was like, ah, forget it, man. Like if I, if I saw a funny TikTok video, it was like, Oh man, this comedian. And he was like, blah, blah. Ah, you know what? I'll just send you the video. Cause I don't know how to, how to tell you the, this stuff's so good. Uh, Phantom Knight said, Cody is a wordsmith. He's picking words carefully, so they're more impactful to you specific. Yes, yes. And hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Danny. Um, two things. One, so the people that are just hating on the new uh, Little Mermaid movie are just racist. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like the Barbie, hating on the Barbie. And there you go. So that's put to bed. <laughs> mm -hmm. We can move on world now. We can have new discussions. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing is like, uh, 
I was born here in New Mexico, but I was actually raised in Texas. And uh, when I moved to California, people from California thought I was from there. Like, you tell them, like, what neighborhood you live in. Like, I live in Glendale. They're like, oh, cool, so you went to Glendale High? I'm like, no, dear. <laughs> and I'd always have to tell people, like, no, I lived in Texas a big majority of my life. And they're like, well, you don't sound like you're from Texas. And then I think of that quote from Natural Born Killers. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I never, like, they were so adamant that I would never fit in and, you know, ridiculed you if you don't go to their church and all that stuff. That I was like, I, I never tried to emulate them. I emulated more what I saw on TV and stuff and, like, movies. You were, you were a cowgirl and shit? Did you have the hat no. with the straw? Or... Sometimes. Yeah. In second through fifth grade in elementary school, we had to learn how to hoe down every year. And then Wait. we would we would do that instead of PE. And then we'd have this big <laughs> dance where you had to dress up and your parents would come and it was super embarrassing. We did it for fucking what is that, like second, third, four four years? I thought I thought you said we did that instead of peeing. Not PE, but instead of peeing, we had to hold down. Just pee on your your corner dancer. You guys should have cha cha slide, which, by the way, <laughs> RIP to DJ Casper. He passed away yes. recently, the creator of the cha cha slide. So, you know, Chicago's own. When you, okay, you mentioned Texas, so you know the stars at night are big and bright. Come on. Deep in the heart of Texas. Yeah! Yeah! That's what's up. <laughs> you know you had to. And again, that... I, I don't I don't ever say, like, oh, I'm from Texas. I just tell people I did time there, and then they're scared of me. <laughs> I got a What gun. were you in for? How long? <sighs> 20, years, 20 years. 20 years. Packing. That, that, that call out right there is like the equivalent equivalent to who framed Roger Rabbit when he's all like <laughs> oh <laughs> that's what it's like you you fight every like tooth and nail like I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it fuck uh, uh, he burst through that wall crazy Brody Fist said I actually know how to square dance had a college course and everything was a champion and shit now really Oh, square dancing like a motherfucker, but can you cha-cha slide? <laughs> no. Cha-cha with a motherfucker. There was something we else called to... the bus stop, I think. It's another dance, the bus stop. Yeah. I know the bus stop because I danced it in uh, in uh, GTA, the Ballad of Gay Tony. <laughs> which... Pick up that name you just dropped. It's 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 crazy because it was the DLC of that game that actually made me a fan of GTA. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, because four was cool, but you know your boy Nico didn't talk. He just was there. Then he didn't. He didn't. Everybody else was talking. He was just there, and it didn't grab. I mean, it didn't grab my attention. GTA three did grab my attention because it was in the city and it was kind of cool. But once again, your boy doesn't talk. Um, then you played the Ballad of Gay Tony, and then you had this, like, Latino lead, you know? It's like, oh, shit, I could relate to this. And then it was all this cool stuff, and he talked. And and finally, you know, 
GTA five happened and everybody was like a character and talked and shit like that. You know, you played three characters. So I got in there late. And I'm just letting you guys know I got in there. But I used to play like back in the day on PC. I used to play GTA two. We're talking overhead, nice. you yeah. know, you just run around first, and like, the first two of them are like that. Yeah, and you just like driving over Elvis's oh yeah. you just that's all you heard. Oh, <laughs> Oh, were ridiculous because you could literally do anything. It was fucking insane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, if you fucking look the wrong way while crossing, you know, a red light, you get ten stars of cops after you for fucking forty-five minutes. It's cool, man, because you be packing. You got the cold, and you just got all the fucking gear and shit. You out there looking like homeboy from um. What's that? I'm gonna get you, sucker. When the one that was like strapped to death. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then he fell. Then he just got shot up. <laughs> that was our, Isaac Hayes, wasn't it? Our uh, GTA Five escapades were legendary. <sighs> so much fun. I envy people who are still into it like crazy. It's like that's great for you guys, man. Like I see stuff and I'm like, damn, man, that looks exciting. But that looks like I have to grind to get there, and I don't yeah. want to grind anything. And try this like, new DLC and like, like ah. the games are super hacked and they like people can go through their like Superman and all this crazy shit and so it's not even fun anymore. I don't know. Speaking of that, did you see this whole thing that they're re-releasing Red Dead Redemption, but people are yes. pissed off because it's fucking for a full game price and it's not even on the newer system. It's just the Switch and PS4. So yeah, it's just like they're releasing the original game because I guess they they didn't have it before for PC and PlayStation. Like oh yeah, PC too. To do with Xbox because they we already had it for Xbox. Mm -hmm. But it's like supposed to be remastered or something for it. But it's not even like the newer gens. It's still the gens before, yeah. except for the Switch. But the Switch is still kind of like at that level of the gens before. Only Nintendo can make a system where it's like, okay, here it is advanced, but we're still not at the level of the competing consoles, yet we're still like one of the best damn consoles out there. It's the only time they ever really did get ahead was like a couple times in the 90s, like late 80s, early 90s. And then like once games went to disc, like, uh, you know, PlayStation and uh, Sega CD and like Nintendo could just never catch up after that. Well, they never they never wanted to. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm telling you, like they keep winning because trust me, Nintendo's still winning. Like they'll tell you they'll they'll talk about the console wars of like PS5 and Xbox. But Nintendo over here, like we're just here and they have like the hardest of fan base let me tell you because people yeah. love nintendo and they don't have to do much they just gotta make a mario game make a pokemon game make a zelda game they make games that are fucking like great and yeah. loved worldwide like um heather playing animal crossing just simple shit like that they don't need to do anything more advanced that the other consoles need and then they get creative the wii Oh, this is new shit where you use nunchucks and whatnot and a sensor. Uh, the Wii U. Hey, look, we got a little handheld thing that's like on the screen too and on this. And then they were like, you know what? Let's just make it fucking handheld 
and on the screen now. With it's just the Switch is just the Wii, the Wii U combined. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is, and they're still on the market. The Zelda came out and is blasting like crazy, and look, they're making games for the Switch. Let me tell you something though: a game that's on the consoles and that's on the Switch, you're better off playing on the console unless you only have a Switch, you know. But it gives like people on the Switch a, a, an opportunity to be able to play stuff on the go. That or you get a Steam Deck. If you really spend that money, you get a Steam Deck. Boy, that's a real fucking console on the go right there. Yeah, I want one of those so bad. Yeah, I don't have one. That someone in the household has it. The brother has it, but I don't have one. But yeah, I would. I would like to. But I got a Switch. You know, it's all good. I have the basic Steam one dick. where all it does is just cast your computer screen to your TV. Mm-hmm. And you can plug a keyboard and shit into it. Mm-hmm. I have that one, but it wasn't that great. Mm. I remember one that they had where it was like a controller. Mm-hmm. I think it did the same thing. I dick. I, I, I dick. I think you see that's that's one of the example of me slurring and messing up my things and then I gotta catch it myself because if I let any other motherfucker catch it, it's gonna be black black bitch. I'm gonna be all that bitch. Is there anything here that's really like intense and hard? It's gonna be uh if anybody makes fun of me, you know what it is? Garbage day in this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what it is. That's the best sound ever. Yep. <laughs> when you say it, people know what's up. <laughs> the Stadia. That Stadia, that was sad. Oh, yeah. I remember that was that. sad. It came out and it had like a few games and then it just like lasted a year, I think. And it was like a, a good, good attempt, but streaming is now part of everything. You could do do streaming gaming on Xbox, you can do stream gaming on PlayStation. Uh, I don't think the Switch, but yeah, streaming is everywhere. But let, let me like point out that the first uh, company to do stream gaming was the Sega, and I had that Sega channel, and it was glor- it was, wait, is it? Nope, that was not it. Sorry, that's not it. It was The Sega channel was it was it was great streaming like it was every month a whole set of like a hundred new games for you to play with and it's just like wow. like that instantly and they were broken down to categories and I would play every single game on there if there was a fucking Barbie game I played it if there was a freaking <laughs> Muppets game I played it I don't care every single My Little Pony game every single game that was on that fucking shit for the month I played them. Wow. I tried everything. Had a fall. I was going to say, too, that the, the Sega Game Gear, I wish that would have, like, they would have kept making those. I always like, was fascinated new, by that. Newer versions. Yeah, yeah, that was, like, a Sega on the go. I thought that was it cool was as amazing. shit. I had every attachment you could buy for it. Sega on the go was cool as shit. Now, now I we all have a Sega on the go. If you have a Switch and you pay for that fucking, like, their premium whatever shit then you got sega on the go your phone yeah sega on the go and everything everything's on the go 
There's a bunch of old Sega games on Steam, too. Mm-hmm. All on the go. Everything's on the go, yeah. people. Everything is on the motherfucking go. And I have, we... like, a billion-dollar idea for people like Sega or Nintendo or any of those game companies that have, like, old games that people play on emulators and stuff. Mm-hmm. Make mobile phone versions of them, charge 99 cents, and you'll make over a million dollars a first day. I guarantee Yeah, listen! That's called motherfucking bars, nigga! Fucking you know nothing right about there. that! <laughs> smart. That was smart, yo. That was smart. You know how many people love playing old Nintendo games or old Sega games? Everybody. Everybody. That's why, like, anything that's old school, they'll make new games retro. And people get yeah. excited. I get excited as shit for a new game that, especially if a new game is retro beat 'em up style. I'm like, oh yeah, day one. Let me get that shit. Let what me was that get Russian that one on Steam? Oh, you know, like in, in Russia, and you have to go around beating ass. Oh, that was the shit. That that game was, that fun, was fun as hell. <laughs> I forgot. I got on. I got on my Switch, but that that. Oh man, uh, Russia, in Russia, something. I forgot. It was. It's fun as hell. There was this one guy, and he's crazy, and he just, you leave him alone, he just goes, ah! <laughs> and I remember <laughs> me and LP would, like, would, would, like, reference that shit. he just stand there, he's just, ah! He was crazy as shit. <laughs> Loved it. Mother Russia something bleed or yeah. something like that. Yeah. It was crazy. Exactly. It was a crazy game. But you know what else is crazy? Like you said before this show, we have a lot to cover. So let's just get right to it, yo. What you say? I say yeah. we should. Yes, because we got a lot to cover. I bet this is going to make a lot of conversation. Guys, is that part of the fucking podcast? At a point, this is going to just turn into the Screenshot the News podcast. <laughs> it's time to Screenshot the News. Screenshot the News. Macaulay Culkin. Christopher Walken is always excited for this part. I said Macaulay Culkin. But imagine awesome. Home Alone with a very young Christopher Walken. <laughs> he's in the Where he fucking... has all that swagger. Yeah, he's in the bathroom he's scene. Twi- <laughs> ah! I, I don't know how to do Christopher Walken. <coughs> That's funny. Hang on one second. We're hanging on right here, guys. We're really excited to get right into the news. There we go. Wow, you're here in my house. What what he says like, oh no, I'm all alone. It's no parents. What am I gonna do? Oh my god. Um. So this is today. Uh, Street Sharks to make a comeback at Mattel. So they're gonna make more Street Sharks. That's right. I just saw that on my drive home, and I was gonna freaking post it online saying that me. And the badasses that watched it in the fan chamber with me are taking full responsibility for the return of Street Sharks. I said it. It was like maybe two years ago, but I say we started this. We started its return, baby. This is awesome. I'm ready for some Street Sharks. There's like that holy trinity that are all coming back right now. And that's Gargoyles, Biker, Biker Mice from Mars, and Street Sharks. You always hear like... Older nerds or geeks talking about, oh, I should bring those back. Which, 
It's happening. You're welcome. The, the Street Sharks returning has to have, and this is this is like by law, one of the sharks got to be voiced by Vin Diesel. Yes. By law. <laughs> one of the sharks got to be voiced by Vin Diesel. I am Groot. It has to. Because he was, he was hard trying to sell you the merchandise back then in the 90s. You got to bring it back and have him fucking be one of the voices of the... The only thing I ask of the new Street Shark is one, great animation. Two, a really cohesive story. And three, finish the damn story. They yes. never found the father, the, the, the fucking deadbeat dad. They never solved anything. It just, it just, you know, they just, it was just a fucking commercial to sell you toys. But I need. You know what? Is the other show like that that I wish would come back is Swat Cats. Hell no, it was. It is. What? I heard. Yes, I heard. It was like within last year and the beginning of this year. There is a SWAT cat supposed to come back as well. Everything's coming. Looney Tunes. No, Tiny Tunes. I just found out is returning. They're in college. Yes, it's called Tiny there. Tunes Luniversity. And I saw I the video. I about that. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. Our childhood is returning. It's beautiful. It's weird. It's, yeah. It's like. People are living in the world where we grew up in. It's kind of funny. Hey, there was a book and a movie that called it Ready Player One. True. Called it. Very excited for Space Shark. Um, so I have two screenshots about the same thing. But so we posted on like Facebook and stuff like a week or two ago that Gal Gadot said that James Gunn and Peter Saffron and Greenlit Wonder Woman 3. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you didn't hear anything else about it. And then I saw another article today said that it was, no, it's definitely happening. And then in the same day today, they said no. Like James Gunn and Peter, Peter Saffron came out and they were like, no, that's not happening with us. And then I saw just moments ago before they showed that I saw something that said like it was happening, but it's not part of the DCU. Damn it. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking like, I was thinking either it was today or yesterday. I was thinking like, you know what? Maybe, maybe that girl like shot the, like, like shot the gun a little bit too early and just started talking yeah. out, started talking out of her ass and shit. And now they're over there like, no, what the fuck's wrong with her? But, you know, by the way, Gal Gadot got a new movie out this weekend on Netflix. Uh, check it out, I guess, if you want. And she was on Hot Ones on YouTube. Because she is a hot one. Ha ha! I just wanted to have close-ups of me throughout the whole show. <laughs> so, regardless, uh, I'll see it because she's an amazing Wonder Woman. It's Gal Gadot, man. She's she's a shit. Oh, Broly Fist said they brought back Freakazoid. Yes, Freakazoid needs to come back. Darkwing Duck needs to come back. It came back for a minute and tell and uh, the, the the tell the the not Tailspin. Um, I like that show too. Ducktales, yeah. Tailspin needs to come back, but anyway, Gal Gadot, um, Wonder Woman. Freakazoid was my favorite show because it was it used to be the last show at night, um, right before. 
Adult Swim turned back into Cartoon Network, they would play Freakazoid. So, like, we'd be out late hanging out with people. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come over to my house and watch Freakazoid. And I'd have to sneak all these people into my little tiny room. (laughs) (laughs) I have all of I have the whole series on DVD. I love Freakazoid. (laughs) I watched it when it aired. So part of that block of the Kids WB. And it was kind of towards the end of it, and my mom loved watching it too, so she found it funny. Freakazoid was just... Freakazoid was brilliant, man. Freakazoid is like... It was ahead of his time. It was so fucking funny. Hey, Freakazoid, you want to go see a bear <laughs> ride a tiny tricycle? Do I? <laughs> apparently... Awesome. Apparently, they brought back... Freakazoid and Cosgrove in some other cartoon. They had a cameo recently. I forgot what? where. Yeah. Like, I saw it. Oh, man. Let's see. Um, Free, Freakazoid. Let's see. Freak. No. While you're talk- looking that up, I found a screenshot of uh, an old Tales from the Crypt episode where the, the death from Bill and Ted 2 played death in... Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Like, when the Crypt Keeper is talking, it was like him and the, the death from Bill and Ted. I was like, that's fucking awesome. When did that happen? Early 90, whenever fucking that show was on HBO. Oh, shit. That's dope. Oh, I think it was Teen Titans. Oh. Yeah, they would do something like that. Teen Titans Go had Freakazoid show up in a cameo. <laughs> That song from that from Teen Titans Go, the uh, when the night begins to shine, mm-hmm. I've had that song like on repeat the past like two three days. <laughs> nice. Takes from the crib walk, I like it. <laughs> I think he uh, meant tales, but I like takes from the crib walk. That's my next. That's my next fucking yeah. That's my next mixtape. I got a. Uh, drive-bys in Shanghai and then right after that I'm gonna make takes from the Crip Walk <laughs> and it's gonna be a picture of me and I'm gonna put uh, what was what was that uh, that dude uh, WC or WC whatever that he used to Crip Walk that was, oh, I don't know come on the guy was like in the first music video of Corn or whatever that not the first music video of Corn, but you know <sighs> the music video with Corn is like Really got the life, and then it's like get the party on. That's Dub C. He was like crib walking. Get the boogie on. There you go, Dub C. That's me and Dub C are gonna be on the cover of Takes from the Crib Walk and throwing up the W. All right, keep going. I lived in LA with real (laughs) cribs, and they're not to be fucked with. Nah, man, don't wear red. (laughs) Apple. Apple buying Disney as a possibility, according to some analysts. I heard about this. But before I keep going, do you think Crips get mad at the girls when they start bleeding? (laughs) (laughs) What What the fuck? You got all this blood down there, bitch. What are you trying to represent? (laughs) Fuck wrong with you. Better be bleeding blue next time, bitch. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, I heard about this uh, Apple trying to buy this. That, that I can't believe because Disney is Disney. You know, Disney is too powerful. You can't buy the mouse. You can buy some of the mouse stuff, I think. I think they want like some of their... Because 
Disney owns like NBC and Fox and so many other shit. Well, people don't, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but like 10 years ago, ago or more, they were, they were going to file bankruptcy. Disney was. And really by like, you know, selling a company here and buying one there and selling one here and buying one there. Then the Marvel thing happened and then they're fucking just gods of space and time right now. Marvel saved Disney. Disney saved Marvel. It was a beautiful combination. I love it. It was just like when Bill Gates gave fucking uh, Steve Jobs money to help Apple out of a rut because they almost went bankrupt. And then Steve Jobs used that money that Bill Gates gave him from Microsoft to make the IMAX. And then they've just been riding a high ever since then. Yeah, well, I got something to tell Bill Gates. Bill Gates, give me money so I can start whatever the fuck I want. And uh, I'll never uh, flip it back around on you. All right, Gates? Who? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Phantom, I said, I saw that article. They would need to sell a ton of their assets, ABC, Fox, etc., so that the FCC wouldn't cancel the deal. I, is it is it because Disney just owns so much so they need to like probably so because you know then there's there's always there's always uh, caution about like you know you can't have a monopoly so Disney yeah. is really really getting up there yeah they're if they they were able to make that work things are really weird what are they gonna do next start buying car companies for their Apple car that they trying to that they've been trying to keep secret for a long time. Who Disney? I don't know what I just said. I'm too high. You're talking about Apple car, but I was gonna say, oh, hey Apple Disney, car. you can buy me. I'm I'm for sale, Disney. I'll do anything you want, dog. Anything. I am yours. Whatever money you toss my way, I will bow down to the mouse 100. percent this show is for sale, and we are the biggest sellout. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sell it to anybody. Apple, you want us? We got you, baby. Put on a, put us exclusively on Apple Plus. I'm, yeah. I'm there, man. Put me next to uh, fucking... <laughs> what's that show that I watched on Apple Plus? Uh, uh, the one by dude from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a really good show. Fuck, I forgot. I forgot what it's called. It's really good. Like... No bullshit, really fucking good for no reason. Like funny and dramatic. It's what is so, it called? I forgot, man. It's based. It's about a a, a gaming company. Mm. With the nerds. Mm, yeah, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Okay, Rob McElhenney, and he did a TV show. His TV show, Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest is what it's called. Okay. Mythic Quest on Apple Plus is a fucking damn good show, and I highly recommend it. Anyways, keep going. I could I could mention another really good Apple fucking show, but... Okay. <laughs> Everybody talks about fucking Ted Lasso, but I have no interest in Ted Lasso. 
but everybody keeps. I just want to watch the that show. C. C was really good. C was really really good. That's the one that I really focused on. But then, like, there was a person in that show, and I was like, this this bitch is killing it for me. Why she still exists? And I was like, just get it over with. <laughs> Luckily, it ended. I think it just lasted like three or four seasons. Severance. Severance is another great show on Apple Plus. It's fucking crazy brilliant. And I can't wait for the second season. All right. I'm done. <laughs> um, Disney CEO Bob Iger admits performances of recent movies have been disappointing. He's finally taking the L. They're doing them too fast and not like focusing on them you know it's 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 becoming what did my what did my great what did my teacher um miss mohammed told me? by the way she contacted me out of the blue out of nowhere the one that wrote that book yeah yeah she contacted me out of the blue she was like x is this still you and i'm like oh shit miss mo um so yeah, shout out to her. Great to see her. I told her, like, I just found out you had a book. Why didn't you tell me? She was like, discovery is the best part. No, surprise is the best part of discovery or something like that. I was like, oh, you wise woman, you. just you. got schooled. I know. That was yeah. really good. But uh, she said, she taught me the whole, and you know, it's not like, it's not, she didn't create it, but the whole, uh, what is it? Quantity over quality, I think. The term, or is it quality over quantity? No, it's quantity over quality, right? Quality over, over quantity. quantity. There you go. So quality over quantity, and they were just like dropping shit like too much, too fast. You know, they take your time and really have it planned out, and you know, you don't have to. Yeah. Do you think that the new Little Mermaid was a bomb? No, no, it was actually very successful. Okay, good. Um, um, but, uh, you know, I didn't know, but it was very... Su- the movie Elemental is successful. That's what had me and my wife like, what the fuck? They were like, we finally went to go see the movie because we heard it was banking in the fucking box office. And we went to go see the movie. And we're like, all right, well, this movie was cool. I don't, I don't see why it's like crazy. I liked it, but I don't see... It's not like, you know, like one of their best, Pixar's best. Yeah. But it's banking in the fucking box office. Fucking the Meg 2 banked in the box office more than TMNT. <laughs> and there was all these articles that led up to the release date of the Meg 2. How, oh, this movie's going to be dog shit. And it's just a bunch of callbacks from the first one and this and that. I'm like, you haven't even seen the fucking movie yet. Yeah, but and they're not. Then it released <laughs> and everybody's like, this is better than the first one. Yeah, but they, they, I mean, technically, they're not wrong. The, what do you think the Meg 2's gonna offer? Stupid, crazy, dumb shit. And that's exactly why I wanna yeah. go see it. I wanna go yeah. see the Meg 2 because I'm like, okay, we're in the second one. It's about to jump off. You know, like the first one was surprisingly fun. The second one's gotta jump off. So apparently, it's fun, you know? So I wanna see that. I saw TMNT though. That one's fucking fantastic. No bullshit. I I think the trailers really didn't because remember like we talked about like how it looks right. It's like I don't know what's going on. It seems disturbing. No, when I saw the movie, it wasn't like that at all. Like I was. Is it maybe like a frame rate thing? I don't know. I think the the trailers or whatever. It was just like I don't like they don't 
maybe it was just like another render or something because when I saw the yeah. movie, I was like, oh, I'm able to see everything and everything's clear and blah, blah, blah. Like, even when it was like going like a lot of action, I was able to keep up. It didn't seem like the animation. I kind of feel like because it's Nickelodeon and it's kind of old school. So they got, you know, like I said this in a video, like this, it kind of gives you like an old, like the, the, the wild, uh, old wild. What's what, what's that cartoon called? The wild thornberries kind of yeah animation, you know, when it comes to I the love humans. That show. Yeah, yeah, when it comes to the humans, they had that kind of animation of how they're drawn, but it also it could be because of how the humans are perceived by them, the mutants, as the monsters, you know. So I I don't know if that's part of it as well because April she looks fine, but then other people kind of look a little bit more like abstract on how oh. they're drawn. But the turtles were fantastic. The scenes were great. It was hilarious. It was funny. The the um, camaraderie between the kids was really great. Jackie Chan was really good Wait, as a parent. What did you say? The camaraderie? Camaraderie, yeah, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word to use. Camaraderie. Yeah, that word right there. <laughs> it was a good movie. I... I, 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 I recommend it i but, um, i went to walmart twice today and they already have like the toys out for it and they looked really good they reminded me of the originals yeah like the first time you see the turtles it's wide-eyed like they do that callback that's nice. the first time you see them is like wide-eyed you're like oh that's cool and then the rest then after that you know they're like normal but it was just real cool the first time you see them and it's like cartoon accurate fucking wow. like comic book accurate wide-eyed turtles it was pretty cool. I, but, I remember yeah. one of the first things I ever learned to draw was this little boy that sat next to me in first grade, and he could draw Ninja Turtles real well. And after, like, maybe five minutes of watching him, then I could do it, too. That's what's up. They're, yeah, they're pretty simple. You got you got that special power where, like, Taskmaster, you're just able to mimic by watching. The, the pretender. Yeah. That guy's face. The Jared face. I can't get over that guy's face. He just, he just, he just seemed fake. Like I don't know what the fuck it was. Like is that a mask? His face uh, is weird. The CW loses millions of dollars amid next star changes. Do you think this is also because they don't have any DC shows anymore? Um. Maybe. I don't know, cause I think that, I think that era is over. You know, like it was. Yeah, but like, where do they go from here? I mean, cause I, they don't have Supernatural anymore. They have no DC shows. They, like all their old shows before that are gone. Here, here's where they go from here. Okay, like, uh, cameraman, zoom in. That's me. Uh, here's where they go from here. Okay, they settle the fucking dispute, get these writers back working. And create some new fucking creative content. Bars. Oh, let me get him back. Let me get him back. Yeah. Now listen. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking mm -hmm. You know nothing about that. <laughs> that's right. True that. But yeah, that's, you just got to get creative, man. They were banking too much on the DC stuff. The DC stuff was great. Um... Their best show, they canceled it. They should have kept going with Legends of Tomorrow. That was me. Um, uh, the Flash ran his course. Um, they got nothing else, but it's good. They could keep going. Superman Lois is really good still. So, 
you know. But True. whatever, just try to come up with something new. Get creative. You see fucking hey. Netflix and all these other streaming platforms getting great fucking content. It's not that hard. I think, I think the CW needs another dark show like like Arrow was or like Supernatural was or like Charmed was. They, I think that was always something that made them money. Or, <laughs> yeah. But then they're just going to be mimicking the same shit. Yeah. You know, or, you know, put us on the CW. That's it. I told you, we're... I'll, I'll be dancing like that frog. Yeah, I think that's Fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking about the fucking... I'm thinking about the the this fucking show where they have celebrities in costumes singing, then you got to figure out who they are. Oh, <laughs> no, I was talking about the WC. I know. I thought you, you, you were talking about the, the, the really stereotypical frog. In the WB, yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, my. You know what I found out that that song was made making fun of the telephone when it first came yeah, out. Because Alexander Graham Bell wanted to use the phrase "hello" instead of "ahoy," and "hello" back then was like a a word that people used when they jumped out to scare you or something like that. Like "hello," so the phone came out, and then they were like. Yo, we're going to make fun of that hello word. I think we should bring it back to that. I think jumping out at people going, hello, is more funny than, ah, you know, and ahoy. I'm going to answer the phone as ahoy now. Fuck that. Yeah. Hello, my baby. You need that sound effect of that lady that she gets scared when somebody jumps out at her and she does the raptor face. She's like, oh. No, I'm just getting I'm just getting the clip of Homeboy from the the Birdcage. Ah! Yes. Ah! Yes. That's me Maybe all day. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. They like I said, it's all about the writers. Get the writers back into working, and we can make some magic. Um, stop trying to just bank off of. You saw what they did with the Gotham Knights or whatever, and that shit tanked hard. It tanked. hard. Dude, if you it's can't bad do like the people in the show didn't want to do it. Yeah, if you can't do the shit right, then don't even bother doing anything. That's what I say. Or Amen. just fill your CW with reruns. You know, MTV's still surviving with just ridiculousness. <laughs> I get so mad when I think about MTV and how great it used to be, and how it brought people together, and everybody liked different kinds of music. And they did fun stuff and had cool cartoons and. But it's like, what can you do uh, now? Times have changed, you know. Cable is not what it used to be. It's all streaming. It's all streaming now. That's why yeah, everybody like, jumped on it. They make their money from commercials. That's where TV companies, or if it's like a paid like HBO or something, you pay that. <laughs> so. Why not just go back to music videos with TV shows now and then, like they do, like they've they, always done, and they then have those, bank on the commercials. They have those channels still. That's just all music videos. But again, they make that money off of YouTube with views and yeah, ads they, on there. They make money off of sixteen-year-old pregnant girls, and that's fucked up. That's America. 
Yeah. Uh, director Louis Luterrier believes the world needs more Jason Statham transporter movies. I second that. Yes. I was as pissed off when they decided to redo it with fucking dude from Game of Thrones as fucking yeah. transporter. I'm like, this is not the transporter. I was like, you got two movies and you just dipped out and then started making other shit. I was like, give us one more at least. Like, as fucking bananas and ridiculous as those movies are. They're so entertaining. There's three Transporter movies. I thought there was only two. Nah, girl, there's three. There's <gasps> a whole trilogy. Maybe I haven't seen the third one. <laughs> <laughs> there's three Transporters. I I don't know why I thought there was only two. Nah, nah, nah. I didn't just peek at Transporter 2. There's three Transporters. Then there was a Transporter series. Yeah, I knew about that, but I never watched it. Yeah, I don't think Any I watched it either. Danny says he wants more Jason Bourne. I would like another Jason Bourne movie. That one with uh, Hawkeye was insanely boring. Yeah, that's why it went back to Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, we got to go back. <sighs> yeah, we, we fucked up. Yeah, we That movie made up. no sense. We got to go back to this shit. Whose idea even was it? Even people in the movie were like, where's Jason Bourne? Yeah, they just kept mentioning it. He was just a fucking, <laughs> he was just there. I'm trying to see, like, okay, wait. Transporter franchise. Yes, there was three of them, right? Transporter, Transporter 2, Transporter 3. Yeah, on 2008. Then they did Transporter Refueled. And then the Transporter series. TRA. Wow, I got it. Yeah. I have them all. Have I not seen this? No, why you haven't seen them? This is great. Maybe I have seen it. I don't remember. I don't remember what the third one was myself. See? You can't fuck with me. Hold on. I got This just... girl looks familiar, though. I think... I'm trying to think if that's the one with the fucking chick. Yeah. I think I have seen this. I remember her. Wasn't she, like, the boss of somebody he was transporting? Or she... No... Was she the one in the bag? Oh, no, that was the first one. Well, welcome to the Machine Room Podcast, where we try to remember what the f which transporter is which. <laughs> All I remember from the first transporter is everything. What I remember from the second transporter was the crazy fucking trick where he fucking spun the car to get the uh, explosive from out of underneath the car. And that's when I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. This movie is amazing. <laughs> I remember watching that at work and I was just like I didn't just see what I just thought I did and mm -hmm. then it just lands perfectly and has no damage to it. I'm it was like bullshit. You, the movie was of <laughs> the movie was ahead of its time and then people talk shit about the fast movie. It's like baby transporter was there already. Um they have it for Amazon Prime for free, so I'll just watch it. There you go. We need a crank three. Um I second that. I second, we need a crank three. Yes. Get that crank in. I love those movies. Those people, those movies get shit on too, and I fucking love them. I love oh, both man. of them. I, I watch think, them back to back. I think everybody, I don't know anybody that doesn't like that. If they don't like that movie, then they, they need to, they need to get hit with the bike blicky. Uh, he had the coolest fucking, I, I am Chef Chelios, and I got to keep my adrenaline going. 
I, I can't his, do a good and his sidekick Jason is an is an old grumpy French cop. Perfect. Perfect. Because these were these movies were good because they were Louis Leterrier movies, whatever. I thought they were, had something to do with Luc Besson. Yeah, there you go. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. They're Luc ah. Besson movies. Louis Leterrier was the director of the second one. That's why I had it confused. Yeah, the Lupus Bassan movies. That's why they were great. I'm like brain dead and high, and I still knew Luke Bassan is the shit. Except his dating habits and marrying habits are really weird. Ah, you know, like I said, you don't, you look at the person's career, not their life. (laughs) (laughs) Not how young they seem to, never mind. Yeah, okay. this is a, we we just we just like oh he did La Femme Nikita, Leon the Professional yeah. the Fifth Element yeah I love that guy yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah Google it it's awkward mm. um, Pitch Perfect star Adam Devine believes Marvel ruined comedy films because the latter's budget can't compete yes but then. Yeah, okay, no, you you did right because clickbaits will be like, you know, he just said Marvel ruined comedy movies, but then he clarified like, no, I love Marvel movies. I'm not saying yeah. they destroy it. I'm just saying like because Marvel movies are such a, a staple on like what, you know, how to make money and what the audience wants that comedy movies are like a forethought. You know, they don't put so much attention onto what, a good comedy needs or, you know, to be made or whatever, shit like that. I think what fucks with people is having a movie called Endgame and then making more movies after it. They're like, wait. <laughs> Endgame. You gotta understand, it was the end game of that. Now, speaking of Adam Devine, I just got, like, hooked onto this guy recently. I... I, I got from workaholics. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't I didn't watch workaholics when it aired. I knew of it. I didn't think so much about it. Now I watch it. It's hilarious. I knew of him. I knew of him from Pitch Perfect movies. He was hilarious in that, too. Um, he actually has a Pitch Perfect series that is his character. And I didn't continue watching that. I keep forgetting to keep watching it. But yeah, now I'm hooked onto this guy. And but now it's like a this like this Adam Devine like Renaissance or something. I keep seeing him everywhere. He's like in this movie yeah. and that movie. He got a special Netflix special. He's in interviews. I was like, damn, this motherfucker's blowing up. Where's the other two guys? Where's Durs? Where's Blake? What the fuck happened? That's a good point. Yeah, and I thought Durs is the funniest man. That motherfucker cracked me up every time. Every especially when he got the all hair? the no no the real tall guy, the taller guy. Oh, yeah. He was, he's hilarious. His rapping, when he got all like hood and shit. (laughs) He's hilarious. That was my, that's my favorite workaholic. I always thought the dude with the the curly hair was funniest. Oh yeah, no, he's funny too. He kills me. Fucking great. Um, this is like a big deal too. There's a lot of people that are blaming all kinds of shit for comedy movies like where are they? And the ones that we do get suck. Like, the I think the only thing you can blame there is cancel culture bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Is uh, you gotta be careful what you do or say and everything. You know, you gotta be careful all of that. You know, I just repeated myself because I'm thinking about something. I was thinking about that that girl, little Tay, that apparently like died. 
Yeah, there was like, I never knew of this girl, all right? Believe it or not, there's a lot of fucking influencers and YouTubers and whatnot that I never heard of, all right? So then you're like, you ever heard of this? And I'm like, no. So there's this little, like, I guess Asian, she looks Asian girl called Little Tay. And she started since she was a little girl. The brother was like recording her and up to now. And then they said that she died. The family put like something like she died, her and her brother died. And then everybody's like, oh, that's the piece, whatever. But now they're saying, no, she's not dead. And they came out and be like, no, we're not dead. Our thing got hacked or something like that. Or our family lied that we died or we got hacked. So now people are like, oh, what the hell? Um, But there's people showing videos. And there's a video of this little girl back then. And she said the N-word. And I'm like, you know what? That that wouldn't fly today. It was comedic. It was comical because she's all like hacking hood. Yeah, motherfucker, this, this, that. You know, I got money. And then she's saying N-word and blah, blah, blah. Like, to me, that's just funny. Like but, with an ER? No, you know, like. Oh, like, yeah, I see what you mean. You know, you know. Yeah, now listen. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking play. You, you know, the AH, you know? <laughs> so, um. There, yeah, and there is a great dis- distinction between the words, but like, I understand that as like a rhetoric of like, you know, slavery times and ancestors and all that. That's, that's something that most people never be able to comprehend or understand that's a big one i i could totally agree like if somebody was like you can never say the n-word either version ever again because it's too hurtful i'm like i agree with that but they want to take away like oh it's sexual assault instead of rape or it's you know mentally handicapped instead of retarded like all this stuff like i understand what that's mean something if you're like in a professional you know, workplace or something like that. Like, but for to take, you know, just words that aren't hurtful and say that they are, it's like ridiculous. Comedy is comedy. We all yeah. gotta understand that comedy is a place where we all together realize <laughs> that we're just laughing at the same thing and, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a mutual understanding and we're not attacking anybody. You know, it's just a mutual understanding. We're all having a good time. There's other kind of comedy that you can understand like, a, whoa, hey, hold on. But it's it's just all, it's all fun, man. And we can't get so damn touchy. I understand if it's like, if you're attacking somebody and they're not finding it funny, then you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know? need to fucking chill then. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I thought we were all laughing together. But if we're all laughing together, then it's cool, you know? Um, so don't go to a comedy there's... show and get fucking offended. It's like, bet you pay for this. No. Why you here? <laughs> you know what you're there's coming to. There's that great quote at the end of the Joker movie where he's laughing kind of, and she's like, what's funny? He's like, you wouldn't get it. And like... Recently, I got it. I got what's funny. And this comedian was talking about it, like a TikTok or something I was watching. He was saying that comedians deal, not just comedians, just humor in general, tends to get darker and darker because you think of like a, like we had the the thing on the a previous episode about like the sun beaming light on us and it could kill all of us in a second or making the the jet streams move and melt all this water and all that and i just laughed 
There's nothing I can do about it. Nothing I can do to change it. And it's so, like, of a we're fucked scenario that all I could do is laugh because (laughs) you can't, like, it's the more fucked up things kind of get like that, the funnier they are. We're all going to die. That's all it is. We're all going to fucking die. So just laugh at it. Fuck. Like uh, the Belco experiment with uh, James Gunn's brother. And he's just like, nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. He's like getting high and laughing about it. If it's something like, yeah, we need to stop, you know, politicians from policing women's bodies or we need to solve racism and we need to have equal pay and all this kind of stuff. But like, there's so many things you can just look at and just laugh at because it is what it is. Life is funny. Life is funny. You know, it's, it's real. This, this is, this is the dark humor between me and my wife. Okay. My wife got her lip, um, bit, bit off. Yeah. And she keeps joking that I beat her. So that's the joke going on there. <laughs> and I, I try to be like, yo, you need to calm down with that shit, like in public. But, you know, she's always joking, like, you know, this, she beat me and shit. But, you know, other people won't find no. that shit funny, if, no. believe it or not. <laughs> I remember one time I was working at U Haul and it was like, the, there was a noise under the hood. And she was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. And I was like, yeah, we got a woman trapped in there, blah, blah, blah. She's like, that's not funny. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> that was hilarious, but she made me feel like shit. <coughs> like she was Nine. really pissed off. Like really pissed off. I was like, "Oh, okay, you're one of those." Ninety-nine percent of the shit that we find funny is probably offensive to somebody. Hey, man, I made the juggernaut bitch. Just that that says a lot. <laughs> that says a whole lot. <laughs> that says a whole lot. I don't even have anything to add. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna say Zachary Levi is still mad people didn't like Shazam too. <laughs> the man's very passionate about his work. <laughs> the man and I I just find it hilarious because you know, the Snyderverse gets cancelled and all these actors get fucking fired and they have to move on to new projects and Jack Zachary Levi's like not me. Ha 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 ha. And then his movie bombs and he gets all butt hurt. I think that's really funny. Hey man, let's hope that his uh the spy kids that he's with is uh becomes a hit. <laughs> Cause he's in that. I don't I don't hate the guy. I love the guy. You know, I was with him since Chuck. He's always done gun done good stuff. I heard his uh because you know I didn't read it, but I heard his audiobook of his book, you know, and he oh, you know, wow. Yeah, he went through a lot of stuff. He's all about mental health and stuff like that and shit like that. So you know, I'm I'm all for this guy. I love them at Shazam. I think Shazam 2 was good. It didn't suck like everybody's saying it is. And, you know, I wish him the best. But he sometimes needs to, like, you know, just calm it down a little bit. But he is a really, really super nice guy. I know that in person. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, oh, I was going to say that he's probably going to even be more pissed off that there's going to be a tangled live-action ver- uh, movie, and he's probably not going to be involved in it at all. He's probably going to try to campaign for himself to be the the fucking 
a writer, whatever his name was, Flint Rider or whatever his name is. Some shit. Watch. Bet. He was. Bet. He was also in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and he did really well. He was in Thor one and two. <laughs> they killed them all. <laughs> and then he went to DC. No, no, he was in Thor two. He was not in the first one. He replaced the dude in the first one. He was in the Which second. Dude? Um, it's the one of uh, it's part of Thor's friends, and he is the one that was like the the real good looking one, the swashbuckling. Swash oh, yeah. yeah. He played that character in the second movie, and then they killed okay. him all. Okay. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah, ain't that a bitch? But uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's gonna be all right, Zachary Levi. Don't worry about it. Keep your head up. You'll be alright. You'll be alright. Uh, Redfall players are frustrated by a lack of updates from the developers on post-launch content, especially those that already paid for it. Um, all I have to say is don't play the game so quick. You see, we still have stuff to do in the game. You see what happened? We're still good, yeah. you know? We, you know, and then when the DLC is about to come out, we're like, oh, shit, let's get back into the game. And then we got something to do, and then we got the DLC to do. You know, yes. it's all good, you know? So, yeah, that, those, those people need to slow down. The soundtrack, though. Yes. Uh, my only beef with that game is where's all the fucking vampires? That's what I want the DLC to be. More vampires. Just like we talked about. Baby, Away. Raid, like, Wave mode, yeah. Yeah, just a wave of vampires. You know where they're at, though? It's, um... Remember when there's the, um... What do you call it? When we have to go into the zone, find a door, go into the door, yeah. and then we go into their... The nest. There you go. The nest. That's where you find a lot of them. You know? You deal with a lot of them. And but, like... Walking around town that's supposed to be taken over by vampires and you don't see any. I'm like, dude, like, give us something. Nah, nah, they don't, they don't go around a lot. But that, <laughs> I told you, that game is just a lot of like, hey, go get this stuff at this place for me. All right. Yep. And then there's like vampires and fucking cultists there. Of course. And cultists are the perfect metaphor for Trump supporters. Yep. <laughs> Zack Snyder still has plans for a director's cut of Sucker Punch. And I want to see it. But I'm also like, I got the theatrical, I got the extended, now you're going to have to get me, a, I'm going to have to get a fucking director's cut. Like, come on, give me a break here, man. But I want to see it. <clears throat> it's just like um, Watchmen. There's the theatrical cut, the director's cut, and then the ultimate cut. Let's, let's not forget The King, which is fucking Blade Runner, and the millions of cuts there are for that movie. There's four. Mm-hmm. I used to have all four. It was a box set, and I was really proud of it, and somebody walked off with it. Probably the same person that took my coming to America. Damn! Yup. <laughs> so, hold on to your... <laughs> hold on to your coming to America and Blade Runners, because motherfuckers out there thiefing those movies. The only ones I have now, I have the director's cut of Blade Runner and the final cut. I have the final cut because that's the final cut. That's the one that's supposed to be yeah, like, this is it, you know? This is they it. They even added like, some right. CG stuff with it. It was cool. Yeah, so that's what I want. I want whatever is the definitive fucking cut. Yes. So I go with that. Um, 
Ronda Rousey addresses her WWE future after SummerSlam 2023. And you want to know my opinion, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Fuck that bitch. Look, she came in at one WrestleMania and it was good. It was great. And then they were like, oh, we got her. And I was like, all right, cool. And then she came in and she did a couple things. And it wasn't like to me in the ring, she was ass. Her mic skills, ass. Her acting, ass. She did nothing but possibly the only thing she really did good for that company was elevate the real talents in that company like Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and Bailey or whoever else the fucking shit. And men events at WrestleMania. But other than that, ass. She was ass. You know how her body was like a rag doll in the fucking ring? It was horrible. She did nothing. The fucking uh, makeup on her, stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't like her friend, Shayna Baszler. I don't like her. But Shayna Baszler, way better wrestler performer than Ronda Rousey. So I'm glad that in this fight they had, Shayna won. And Ronda's now finally like, all right, I'm done with this fucking company. Because she was complaining all the time, too. Like, oh, people didn't like me. Or I deserve this. Or I deserve... Like, get the fuck out of here. We don't need you. Basically. So, there you go. That's what I feel about Ronda Rousey. Get the fuck out of here. We don't need you. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Street, Street Fighter Six is getting a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover this month. And... I heard it costs $15 each. Yeah, people are not happy with the price, dude. And it's for, like, one character, I think. Or is mm-hmm. it all four? I don't know. Like I said, I think it's each or for yeah, each skin I, or... Yeah, I think I read it was for each skin. So this is when you wait until the fucking shit's on sale. Because straight up, that's ridiculous. You know what else You know what else does that? The Dead or... I love Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive is my favorite fighting game. But... They are ridiculous when it comes to the costumes for these girls in the game. Like, there's packs that are up to like 80 to 100 bucks of costumes. And I'm assuming people actually pay for this shit because... Somebody's paying for it, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, get the fuck. I'm not going to pay fucking 90 bucks for this costume set for all these people. Fuck you. Get out of here. I just get the ones that you can unlock for free, and that's that. Fucking Danny over here, man. You know what's 15 bucks? Tusk. Look, get on my face. <laughs> Fuck out my face. Great movie. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Great movie, but it, it just sticks with you, and it's haunting. What is wrong with Kevin Smith? Uh, David Ayer says James Gunn promised Suicide Squad director's cut will have its time. So this keeps going up and down where it exists, it is real, it's made, it's done. They just don't. Like the way Warner Brothers shit is going right now, they just don't know if it's ever going to be released. Well, the fact that he says that Gunn is like, behind it and willing to release it at some point gives me hope. That'll be cool. I'd like to see it. Because, but you know what would be great? If he also says hey, you know what? I'll release the Batgirl movie so you guys can watch that too. You know? That'll be nice. Thank you. And then maybe we can get Batman Beyond. But that's asking too much. Yeah, we don't know what the hell's gonna happen. 
Um, Star Trek's William Shatner calls recent UFO claims ridiculous. You know what? I'm with him. Because it's like, you know, like, why? Like, it's cool that you guys are doing this, but it's like also like, why are you doing this? You know? It's a weird thing. Like, this whole alien UFO thing, I thought, first of all, I never thought that they were going to come out and say it ever, especially in my lifetime. And for them to come out and say it and for nobody to give a shit because of how awful things are right now, I'd find it really funny. They have to, like, they should have been like, yes, we have aliens. As a matter of fact, here they are right now. And they just walk in the yeah. room, you know? It's like, hey, what up, people? And shit. And we taught them, the, we taught them our ways. And they're, like, just saying all the fucking slurs. Then I'll be amazed. Yeah, then I'll be amazed. But other than that, it's like, oh, we know. Like it, it reminds. It's funny because it reminds me of one of our dubs when we did the when we dubbed uh, initial D, and one person's like, oh, you know, shut up, you you gay, whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know gay. And then Randy's like, we knew you gay, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Like we knew there were fucking aliens. Oh shit! No, not the top. Oh, it's right here. Okay. Oh, cool. fuck. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, that was like if you anybody that read my article that was autobiographical, pretty much. Yes. Um. Yeah, like that was something that I, you couldn't have any kind of experience like that because you were just laughed out of the room. And now, like, I'm not saying all of them are true. Probably most of them didn't happen. But to say that they're a great percentage of them were now true and people can come out and talk about it. But again, like we're in this super high bubble right now where everything's expensive and people can't afford shit and people don't want to work and the people that want to work can't get jobs. And it's just fucked up. It's a weird time for them to like come out with that. There's a lot of videos of people saying, and it's true, like, okay, so what? How is this going to affect my life? You know? <laughs> You're telling me there's aliens and they had, okay, so how is this going to affect my life? That's why I say the only thing to really wow us at this point is, hey, here they are right now. They're coming out here. Guess what? We have new spaceships, everybody. Look, they gave us the fucking ability to teleport. I'm talking about, like, the show Earth Final Conflict or V happens, then yeah. it's fucking like some crazy shit. But right now it's just like, yeah, man, they exist. They're over there. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, let us, you know, no more see it when you want. <laughs> what else can we do? You yeah, know, are, are you guys going to help our lives better? Or are, are, are the aliens coming in and integrating with our society and giving us new jobs and shit or something? Like, what are we doing? Are they gonna fucking lower the price of rent and and the, you know, mortgages and like? Yeah, it's just it's so bad. Are you ta are you are you like making? Are you guys uh doing diplomacy with the aliens and <laughs> finding a ways to like save our our fucking Earth or something? Like what are we doing? No, they're working with the aliens at the top secret experiment at Area Fifty One, also called 
Grim Lake to make iPhones. Yep, and creating all the rise <laughs> in Disney. Yes, and make better better Pixel movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So we talked about I think last week about how Marvel owns the rights to the Hulk again. Mm-hmm. And for him to have like his own spinoff movies and stuff. So mm -hmm. this is saying that the Incredible Hulk sequel would have featured Red and Gray Hulks. Oh yeah, I remember that. I I, I heard about that. The, the director of that first movie said that they had a, this whole plan for it. They also said that they just like, and it's kind of true. That movie at the end by adding Robert Downey Jr. was like the first like official like, oh shit, you know, there's a connection. Because you saw Nick Fury at the end of Iron Man, you're like, oh shit. But then when you saw Robert Downey Jr. at the end of Incredible Hulk, you're like, oh shit. That was when it was like, okay, this is happening. This is really happening. Um, yeah, and, and then for him, that actor, not to move forward with the series is, I mean, I like Mark Ruffalo, but like, it was just a different turn. You know, Edward Norton really clashed a lot while making that movie. You know, he's he's he wanted he he was he wanted it a specific way. He was real deep about it and they were like wanted it somewhat so they kept clashing what I heard and that's why he, yeah. didn't, he didn't stay with it. But you know Well apparently he's not easy to work with in movies period. And that's why we don't see a lot of him anymore. That's what I heard. Yeah. I mean the last thing I remember him was he was at the end of Alita Battle Angel. And he's in um, Birdman. He was in Birdman. He was in Birdman. But that was before Battle Angel Alita. Right? That's true. Yeah, yeah a little that's bit. That's the last time I saw him. So that's why I'm waiting for the sequel. He's playing the bad guy. That's a big yes. fucking... That's a big fucking important character. That blew my mind. He, when looked, he looks so good at it, too. Yeah, man. Anybody could pull it off is Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron. Anyways, next. Resident Evil 2 remake breaks series sales records. Really? I, yeah, I think that's really cool, for especially for Resident Evil fans. And if you've seen it, it looks really, really good. The mechanics are better. Like, everything's better. So that's really good for Danny over here because he's the biggest yeah. Resident Evil fan I know. Danny, Danny, hey man, big ups to you guys. Your shit just keeps winning. Except if it's on Netflix. <laughs> Except if it's on Netflix, <laughs> and you keep losing. At least your, at least the Resident Evil CGI movies are great. So, there's that. You guys got that. You know, can't have everything. But you got all that. I want is the same thing they did for two. I want an, the original Resident Evil. Remade like they did too, like with the better graphics and the better mechanics and movement, and no more death by camera angle and it's first person and or second whatever. And I want Shenmue Four, but you know we all can't have what we want. True. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Maggie Gyllenhaal is reportedly attached to direct a remake of Jane Wells' iconic classic Bride of Frankenstein for Netflix. Go for it. 
has she directed anything before? What's the name again? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Not that I know of, no. The girl from Secretary? Yeah, no, no, not that I know of. I don't know. I hate her face. That's all I gotta say. She's cute. Eh. She's cute. I was okay with her blowing up in the dark night. That's... <laughs> It's funny because I watched Brokeback Mountain again recently, and then I just remembered I'm like Heath Ledger fucked the shit out of her brother. Yup. <laughs> yup. They just fucked wow, her brother. I don't, I don't, blew her ass up. I don't remember the sex scene was that long. Yup. Uh, this is your boy. Hamilton creator Lynn Manuel Miranda set to adapt the Warriors as the next musical. Yeah, that's right, and I'm excited for that. Lynn Manuel the Warriors, let's do it. This is a guilty confession, but I've never seen the Warriors. You have to. There's never two. Seen. There's two versions of it. There's the original version, and then there's the re-edited, extended, something version where. The director went back and made it more comic booky because that's how he said it was supposed to be or how he uh -huh. saw it. And um, I actually like that version. So, you know, either or works. Danny says, I wanted Katie Holmes back in Dark Knight instead of Maggie Gyllenhaal. I yeah, well. didn't. I thought <laughs> fucking Katie Holmes was so negative. Like, she was like the nagging wife the whole first movie. They both suck. Yeah, they both suck. Period. They both suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just thought this was a funny article name. Expend Surprise, the Expendable 4 is going to have violence in it. Expendables 4 rating confirms bloody violence throughout. As it should. And yeah, exactly how it should. Just don't kill any more stuntmen and we're all good. Yeah. And at this point, you could just not have Ronda Rousey in it, which I don't think she is, but still. Ronda Rousey in movies, fine. It's just wrestling. She's not, she's not good. She's still a bad actor, though. Yeah, it's true. But if you have her somewhere where it's like a choreographed fight scene where she looks dope, because, you know, they had her fighting in one of the Fast movies, and that was good fight scene. But acting, yeah. she's horrible acting. <laughs> she's still horrible acting. She just sounds like a bad person. Eh, she probably is. The way people describe her. Yeah. Sure. Uh, WWE's Vince McMahon subjected to search warrant and grand jury subpoena in July. What else is new? Amen. Yeah. Dis Discord will soon allow you to stream Xbox games directly to its platform. Hey, so if that's important to you, then this is big news. <laughs> I guess. I don't... I don't know what those gonna do yeah. for us probably yeah. nothing nah, but yeah uh screen seven is officially in the works with happy death day and freaky director christopher landon and that guy those movies are great but where's happy death day three that's all i'd ask because trust me i want that third one if you haven't seen happy death day you should watch them they're fantastic and freaky i've never seen it either freaky those... is fucking yeah. awesome so watch watch those movies. I thought Freaky was gonna be really dumb, and I watched it, and I was like having I just had the best time. Oh, it's dumb, <laughs> but for all the good reasons. It, yeah, exactly. It's fucking fantastic. 
Um, original Lando showrunner found out he was replaced via social media. Hey, man. That's how it is, you know? I found out aliens exist via, via social media, so it's all good. I found out aliens obsessed exist from the anal probes. <laughs> so. Aha. Aha. Ryan Reynolds has announced that he will be bringing back Alf on his Maximum Effort channel on July 29th. So I guess it's already happened. Oh, the the series? I yeah. So. I thought he was like going to redo ALF. I'm like, all right. No, this motherfucker is like, he's like, all right, I'm bringing back Biker Mice and ALF. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it big. That was my I, Ryan Reynolds. That was horrible. But, you know. I love Ryan Reynolds. I just sick as fuck of seeing his Mint Mobile commercials. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right, two more. Uh, Lupin the Third announced new live action film. Finally. Nice. You know, I'm not. I didn't watch many Lupin the Thirds or anything like that, but I know of it and I watched some. And I'm always fascinated by Lupin the Third, so I'm surprised a live action. I believe a live action have happened. No, I don't know. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. There was a guy that I worked with at the Best Buy in Amarillo, Texas, that looked just like him. And so I don't even remember his actual name. We just called him Lupin. I um, have a confession to make. That show Lupin with Idris Elba, I thought it was Lupin the Third, and they just made him black. <laughs> Swear to God. Wait, was it on Netflix? Yes. <laughs> I thought they just made Lupin black and didn't have a crew. That's Luther, not Lupin. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought at first. I'll be honest. Oh, my God. It was like Luther, and I'm like, they made him black? <laughs> oh. <coughs> oh, my God. Confession. Confessions <laughs> with Naz. All right, what's the last one we got? Oh, my God. Uh, the CW is pulling two shows from its programming schedule just 10 days after they made their premiere. On Friday, it was revealed that the network is pulling uh, Don, Down to Earth with Zac Efron and Fantastic Friends. So they were so bad that they got canceled like shortly after their first episode. I got another confession. Never heard these shows. Never heard of them. Didn't even know they existed. I just want to add that CW is making shit movies. I told you, they're... TV shows, I mean. They reached their peak. They need to get these writers. Find some good new writers and get some uh, good shows. I wish Ray Liotta was still alive so that his chant... And the picket lines was, fuck you, pay me. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> in spirit. He's there in spirit. Yes. Of he's course there he is. In spirit. How is he? He, like, died and he keeps having movies keep coming out. It's weird. Because he made these movies before he died. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, ten of them? Like... That's how you do it. Maybe he knew. Maybe he <laughs> knew before he died. Out. Time to make 50 movies. Gotta make this. That's what uh, fucking, well, Bruce Willis is not dying, but he knew something was up, so that's why he just kept making movies like crazy. Straight out. Yep. 
Did we talk about Hawaii being on fire? No, but I think we're running out of time now. (laughs) (laughs) It's on fire. There was a hurricane. It was windy. It's fucked up. That's it. That's Uh, next time. That's that's the Machine Room podcast. A quick. No, we got to give it a real good name. Machine Room Pod Quickie. Machine Room Podcast Quickie. Right there. Boom. That. There you go. That fucking fire hurricane <laughs> is all fucked up. <laughs> I thought, too, like we could do that on like our TikTok or something. Yeah. And, and like for, for sure. little events that don't really have like a lot yeah, for sure. of subject matter, we could just get on TikTok and be like, yo, this happened. And then like dip out. <laughs> That's it. Just point out a picture. Yeah, this happened. And then done. I love it. I love it. Real good. <laughs> All right, guys. I got to get the hell out of here. That was the Machine Room podcast. It was fantastic. We, as always, try to go down these fucking things. And it's funny because you pick shit that I even wanted to talk about, like the Street Shark. Fantastic. You know, I was going to point that out, and you already got it because that's why you're the shit. And that's why this is the Machine Room podcast. And that's why all of you guys are fantastic. Love you from us to you. Have a great week. We'll see you next week here in the Machine Room Podcast. Please fold your chairs. Don't use it to be someone else. But <laughs> if you need it for protection, you're free to take it outside the room and take it on your way home. But just bring the chair right back to us, okay? They're rentals. <laughs> and I'll, I'll let you neighbor watch, guys. Get a folding chair. Get your folding chair on. It's about damn time that the WWE have actually impacted the fucking hood. That's what I'm talking about. Come at me with a chair. We'll have a better chance, you know? (laughs) Good night, everybody. I mean, that person was smart. I would take a chair, too. Use a chair. Folding chair? Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep a folding chair on lock. As a matter of fact, I'm going to buy a folding chair from Costco. I'm going to put it in my trunk. It's going to be there. Ready. Then you can say, don't make me have to Pop the trunk on your bitch ass. <laughs> I'll do what you want me to bring this mother. <laughs> Let me take a seat.